Yo, what up, folks? Hope everyone's doing great. Welcome back to Plan B with Brandon Shammy, the podcast where I bring on guests that are either my friends or like-minded individuals, and we get to know a little bit more about them, specifically what they're doing to try to be successful. A lot of people differ in their fields, and on today's episode, we talk about creativity and how it's hard to focus solely on one specific craft because we have tendencies to want to dive in and get our toes wet in different fields. I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to let you enjoy the episode. So without further ado, here is John Brown. All systems are good. All right, my lady dude, it's time for plan B. College athletes tend to have a have a tough time with YouTube because if the NCAA catches wind or the college does, they usually oh, yeah. make them pick between either YouTube that or board. basketball or yeah. whatever sport they're doing because it could potentially portray a bad image for the school. And they're just worried about their asses. Yeah, which sucks because honestly, the NCAA, like all the NCAA players, men, women, any sport that you play in college, you're basically making money for the school. And the coaches, but you're playing a sport that you're so passionate about that you want to get to the next level and to feel like you're bringing in all those revenue for colleges and getting and putting their school on the map so other people can apply and join that school mm-hmm. and to re- like and to not get paid for that. Do me like a favor, I, turn your mic up like this a little bit. Like this? Just angle it towards your, yeah, like direct, yeah, 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 perfect. Yeah, that's better. Like, for them not to get paid for that, like, I feel like the, like the NCAA is just cheating. The debate is either they get paid or it's the fact that they get free tuition, education, in school. But I agree how you state that, one, they are making money for the school in a very positive impact. And most of these players do hope to get to the league. A lot of them go into this. If you go to Duke, if you go to any major school for that sport, most of them are trying to go to the play like professional league. Yeah. There's no question, but the people that don't, when it comes to that situation, when those people have those high hopes and they don't make it, those are the kinds of people who should be getting paid while playing. Not the ones, I, I understand that they're working just as hard, but the, the ones who you know are going to make it, it's kind of like, well, they have their fortune already set out for them. They're made. What's the term for those types of players? I know, like, I know what term it is. I can't remember it. What um, do you mean term? Like red shirts. Red shirts. Um, I have a friend who redshirted at West Virginia. Or like walk-ons or something walk like that. On, yeah, walk-on. Walk-on's different. Redshirt means that you take a year off act like physically from the sport so yeah. you can then, focus one, on either like bulk up, focus on academics, or both. And then you can come back and still play another four years. Right, okay. But a lot of people do it to bulk up. I got a friend the other day, he power clean. He had three plates on each side in this video. It was fucking disgusting. Seriously? It was beautiful. It's on West Virginia's like Instagram. I'll show you, I'll show you after this. But oh, okay. it was... Gorgeous. Um, so you talk about how these athletes should get paid. Were you an athlete yourself? I know you dabbled with tap dancing a little bit, which I want to get into yeah. as well. But was there any <laughs> other sports that you or hobbies you took interest that are physically exhausting? Um, other hobbies that I do outside of sports, like I mostly just do those like just because like there's like a message that I want to portray through certain things, whether it be photography or videos or even through the podcast. Basketball, I've been playing all my life. Uh, you football, went to North Brunswick, right? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, football, 
I don't know why I would always like I never really got into playing like organized football. Just like out in the street with your buddies yeah, late just, at night, like in the yeah, just two like touch. Like, yeah. Sometimes we would play two hand touch. Sometimes we would go to uh, Sabella Park over here and we would just play tackle before the turf. Yeah. Before, before actually, no, no, even after, even after the turf got yeah. put in. Yeah. We would always just like go to Sabella and we would just play. Oh my God. Of course. We'd do the same thing with my friends. We were the <laughs> soccer junkies of the group. So we would uh, gather up at Sabella, have at least like 12 of us playing, have a six on six. It was. The, mo- still, the most active, that. well, like that was, now that's me back then, but that was the most <laughs> active I've ever been endurance-wise because I was running so much, even though I was still the goalie back then. My parents like wanted me to be active rather than, you know, like being outside on the streets and everything. I mean, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying this area is like a bad area. No. But they just didn't want me to like get sucked into that type of environment. Definitely, you know? yeah. And so. sports is definitely the easiest way to obviously get out of that or never get involved with it. But with that being said, there's also a bunch of other things you can invest your time in. And that is stuff that is very creative, which you mentioned a lot that you're a creative person. You like to create content, as do I. Hence this conversation right here. When did you get this inspiration? I know you took some classes in high school where you took TV production. Yeah, it's a TV production who taught, and photography. Who taught it? Uh, Mr. S- Mr. Swain. Yeah, I had him too. Yeah, did you ever show any of my videos? Um, I don't think so. No, I had a really good car video. We sold the car. There's some magic involved. We- I think he did show us a car commercial type of one type, the type of video, and we shot it right over off. It was right off Raider Road. Oh, where we yeah, shot it. Yep. Yeah, we did see that that one. That was pretty funny. You graduated when? Uh, 2017. Okay, I was 2014. So there's that. When I graduated, you were a sophomore. Freshman. 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 I graduated 2014. Yeah, I think I was either was either a freshman or a sophomore. That sophomore, twenty seventeen, okay. sixteen, fifteen. Yeah, I was a freshman the year you graduated. So yeah, I took that same class and I had the same exact experience. And honestly, before I took that TV production class, I was already into YouTube. Like into YouTube as in watching or still putting up your own stuff. Growing up, I was a video game addict. Like I'm not gonna lie, I had so many video games. Like were you Xbox or PlayStation or Nintendo? Or all three. I had one friend who had everything. Yeah. Like back then, I was strictly a Nintendo and PlayStation. Like I I had a PS2 growing up. Like a PlayStation 2 was my first console that I ever had. And then after that, I got a Nintendo DS. Actually, I think it was the DS first. Or maybe I got both at the same time. I can't remember. Funny story about the PSP. I'll make this short. I got it because my two friends, my neighbors had them. They're like, oh, they're really cool. I got my own. Fucking hated it. <laughs> Use it for a week. Return it right away. I was like, I couldn't. I didn't like PlayStation. I didn't have one. But I was yeah. like, this is in my hand. Completely different experience. It's I already mobile. had the DS. It's mobile. Yeah. First of its kind. And it was awful. Yeah. I mean, no. No, thank my you. My PSP. I mean, mostly because I was just so addicted to video games. I was just like on that thing. That, my DS, my PS2. I stopped after. Those are, those are ridiculous. Those are way too much. The 3DS, the 3DS X, PX, 90X stuff. I don't like any of that. It's way too much. Like The two screens was good enough. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, and then it was like once, I think it was, it was like a matte, it was a matte black DSi. Just the regular two screens, and that was it. After that, I lost it. Good. Or I didn't lose it. <laughs> I actually found it recently. Nice. But, then what game was in it? Mario Kart. Nay. So um, we got a little bit off topic. I just want to jump back on to what we were talking about before. I listened to your podcast, and there's one friend that I want to ask you about. 
And this is Matt McGuire. What was his craft? His craft. I looked the guy up on YouTube, Matt McGuire. I might have spelt it wrong, but I got a drummer. No. Okay, not him. It was like the under Matt McGuire Films. That's Matt McGuire Films. Yeah, he still has his like content and stuff posted. And what did he do? And like, obviously, you were this guy's friend. Yeah. Uh, he mostly just like did like daily like daily life stuff. Um, yeah, like a lot of his stuff. It was mostly just like like days where he would just like be hanging out with friends and stuff like that. And then like the way like he edited his videos and stuff like that, it got like it got me interested into it. Right. Editing. Like I, I was really interested in that. And then that was where it like hit me where I was like, okay, I'm showing a lot of interest in this. So why not try it out, see where it goes. And like, it was like a bit of a rocky start because I didn't know exactly what I was doing. Right. Like I was just like recording a bunch of stuff. Well, this was before, like I got introduced before the TV production class. Correct. Yeah. 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 Like I was just like recording a bunch of clips, like putting them next to each other and then posting it. And that would be it. Like, I, there was like no really like effort into editing. There wasn't like a thought process behind it. Well, I can, I can, I have similar story. When I was in mainly middle school is when I was more so into video. And that was the beginning of YouTube. Me and my two friends, Liam and Ethan, after school, we would just go to Ethan's house. He had a, he had a camera. We had probably over, I guarantee you, probably at least over 60 videos ranging from they would do WWE moves on each other. And we put that up. <laughs> we would have a skit where he would act like an idiot. And mm-hmm. it was a continuing series. We made like Nerf Wars before Nerf Wars were a thing. Oh, yeah. And trampoline tricks, because why not? Basketball trick shots was a huge one. That uh, was a big dude, series of ours. Honestly, Dude Perfect started all that, to be honest. No, they started it. I mean, but like we would just make videos like basically just like that. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like the trend of like doing like trick shot videos. Oh, yeah. Dude Perfect definitely started you that. You know where they started at from? No. Texas A&M, baby, out of their backyard while they were seniors. Mm. They made videos and... The first one's still up on their channel, and it's on. They're just like using the ha- their house and the roof to create their shots. And oh yeah, same energy was there. Production was shit for what it was back then. <laughs> for what they got now, oh my god, they they're oh, yeah. loaded with their oh definitely with like their with wear- their production with and warehouse and all that they're stuff. good. It's crazy, like, but it's that's when they that's started. just what it takes. That one little spark to you know be the catalyst to get you to anywhere else people think it's gonna happen real fast no it's not i'm doing this do i think i'm gonna explode not a shot i'm doing it because it's fun exactly i've had a great time doing these podcasts so far and i'm really glad that you're here with me because this is you know just honestly i'm glad one just another on the show just another connection made and just another you know relationship yep speaking of relationships that's something that you've talked about on your podcast i thought was interesting because i didn't know that you originally started a podcast with your college friend, Justin. Is yeah. this correct? Could you please tell me about that and what, ins- what inspired that quest? To go from that moment, I would have to go like not too far back, but just like to like the moment where like we both just started being creative as fuck. Well, start it right there. I'll, I can curse on this podcast, correct? Fuck no. <laughs> All right. But, um, Okay, so it was freshman year in college. I enrolled to this little private school in Morristown, New Jersey, like way up north, close to Newark, cool. stuff like that. And what were you studying? Um, sports management and marketing. Nice. And there was this program that I was automatically enrolled in. Like after I applied, they automatically put me in this program. I had no idea where until I got a phone call from the school saying, "Hey, you're enrolled in this program. I need you to be back by someone's so Because when by the time I got that call, I was in Georgia. Spending time with my dad. Okay. But uh, yeah. The guy, oh, so what kind of program is this? It was like a two-week program. 
basically just like having you like adjust to like the college life, like college work, essays, and just like the environment, like getting us to like be used to the environment of the campus. And then once the program started, we all like met in the auditorium where it was like, it was like an orientation for the program and everything. And then once we met, like we started hanging out more, talking more, it was like a group of us. And then eventually this was like when Fortnite had just started out. I think it was like season two of Fortnite. Okay. And so we I think just, it was like, this is 2017. Yeah. And then he noticed that I had camera equipment with me and he was like, you make videos. And he was like, yeah, I do every now and then. He what was, was like, in your daily carry? What was in your bag? Uh, mostly it was like a Canon rebel T5. It was a Christmas gift from my mom for a photography class originally, but then I decided to use it to do both photography and video. Well, it does both. Yeah. So yeah. Like the first thing that we had done, we had done a photo shoot together and then we're like, you know what, let's take the photo shoot and turn it into a video shoot. I remember hearing about this in your podcast. Yes. Yeah. And then that was the first, like we had both made two separate projects and we both used each other as the sub, as the main subject of our videos and two different videos. Yeah. Two different videos, two different channels. Got it. And then, then after we both finished editing our videos, we were comparing and I was like, dude, this is crazy. And like, mind you, like he did not have a set idea of how he was going to edit this video. I already had a set idea how I was going to edit mine. Like the certain shots that I took, I knew exactly how I wanted to do it. You had he your cut just, points. Like, yeah. did you have a shot list? Not a, really. Like I kind, I had one, but I didn't write it down. I had it in my head. Yeah. But, um, running gun. Yeah. But he literally just like every time he had the camera, he would record certain shots, but he did not plan it out. After we had after we had all those shots recorded, and then once I saw it, I was like, "Dude, bro, you really just took that idea from nothing, like from just a bunch of random clips, and you turn it into that." I was like, "Dude, that's fucking insane." It's all it takes, man. Yeah, it's and, all it takes. Yeah, and then like ever since then, like we've been recording a bunch of videos and making projects, and then I had this idea in my head to create like a talk, like a series where it was like we just talked about different topics. At first, it was going to start off as just like talking about strictly conspiracy theories. <laughs> but then it transi- it transitioned into something else. The first episode that we had put out, it was strict. It was just like about like relationships and everything like that. Conspiracy theories on relationships? Not really conspiracy theories, more like just like the do's and don'ts of a relationship. And okay. Like that was where like we would input our exp- like some of our past experiences. That was one question I want to bring up. So you're 20 years old. How and I struggle with this too, so I'm just asking for personal things. Twenty, you're twenty. I'm twenty three. What life experiences do we have that someone else, so much older, is going to listen to us? Or are you trying to hit a younger demographic? It's like mostly from my age down. Yeah. Okay. Because right current, I have a lot of friends that are still in high school, mm-hmm. not knowing what they want to do in life or what they're going to expect coming, like going into this. So I want to be like, that's the goal of my podcast, to give them advice they can take into consideration. And if they ever come across or come into a situation like the situations I've been in, they know exactly what to do and what not to do. Especially at such a young age, it's yeah. best to intervene then. Definitely, because so you never know like, like if something happens and somebody doesn't intervene, then it could just set them on the wrong path completely. And just give them a whole different perspective. But to jumping back in, so you're uh, you just had the idea for the podcast. You put out your first episode. You're yeah. recording your first episode. Continue. Mm-hmm. And then we were uh, trying to figure out the title, like the name of the series. A lot of the stuff that we were talking about, it happened in our lives, and it was like 
advice that we were giving to other people. So why not take two and two to get put it two and two together? And we got came up with the name Life Advice. Wow. And then yeah, <laughs> and then uh, honestly, when I said like, when I said the name Life Advice, they were like, "Yep, that is the name. Yep, that is the name." So then we put out the first episode, and then we kept talking and talking, and made episodes two and three, and then we tried to make a fourth one, but the timing of it wasn't like coming from your podcast. This was the time that you dro- not dropped out of college, but you stopped going to this school specifically. Yeah. It was like at the end of the transfer. That, like, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Mostly it was like financial aid wasn't really. Yeah. Totally understandable. Into, this is a private school. This is a private school. So then it was like financial aid. That was when it really like. It gets came to me that like if I was if I wasn't able to pay off one full year, how would I be able to pay off the next three years staying there? So then that was when I talked to my mom and that was where I was like, OK, what if I decided to transfer out? Smart decision to do. You're saving yourself some money. I mean, I'm paying off my student loans right now. It's fun. It's a real good time. Mm. Well, luckily right now, I at least have a job where I could sustain and slowly pay them off. It's always going to help. And it was around this time where you decided to dive into a different medium. And that was music and SoundCloud. Yeah. And uh, I've recently heard you put out two songs, I think, now. Yeah, I You're had, all over the place with your content. Man. I know it's like honestly, that's something I want to talk to you about. But uh, how then? How did you get you? Were you already besides having the dancing background? Was music ever a part of your life? Besides, obviously, we all listen to our favorite artists. But how influential was music on what you did creatively? The decisions you've made and just things moving forward. I feel like a lot of it really st- like a lot of the creative stuff that I do now stemmed off of music because growing up, I would always listen to so many different types of music like R and B hip hop, even jazz and stuff like that. I would always listen to all that type, all those different types of music. Mm-hmm. And like my mom, she was so invested in music. My, like my cousin and my brother, they're both invested in music now. When you mean when you say invested, do you mean that they do it professionally? No, I wouldn't or say, just like, like as a career passion. Like I would say, I mean, I would say they were, one of them does it as a career. Nice. The other one does it as a passion. Beautiful. And it was like just like I recently talked to my cousin the other day. I put out a song before I started talking to him, and then he was like, "Oh, your music is really your music is dope. Like keep it up." And I was like, "Thanks, bro. I appreciate it." Same you make the you beats too. yourself and everything? No. Ah, okay. I wish. But time, uh, hey, you got a lot of time. Yeah, this like the whole music and the whole rapping thing. Mm -hmm. It started at uh, the school that I was with, with Justin. Gotcha. So a bunch of these things were just manifesting at the same time. Yeah, and your podcast going. You had video, photography, rapping, music. So you were always so invested in just multiple arts. Yeah, and not really focusing just on one. Not no, because like you like to wear a lot of hats, don't you? Yeah, I do. Nothing wrong with (laughs) it. Not like calling you out for it. It's like, I don't know what it is, but it's just like, it's hard for me to stick with one thing when I know that like I could be doing different things with another path. I agree. And I like the ambition. I like what you're doing, but can I give some of my life advice? Yeah, go ahead. So wanting to wear all the hats is something I think every creative person is guilty of. You, you find one thing you're like, Oh, if I can do this craft, let me you know, jump into this now. And I want to try so many more things because you're, I don't know, you're really excited and you just want to touch a lot. 
but spreading yourself very thin, it, even though you think it might be a good thing, I personal just recommendation, just not specifically for you, but as everyone, anyone who does do it is very limiting. And I think would cause more stress than anything else, because not only are you constantly trying to serve different audiences on completely different mediums, you are not staying consistent with something. I personally think, and I don't do it because I don't, I don't want to right now. I want to, I want to focus on a podcast and this is what I want to do. I will eventually get into video, but I'm going to make that video incorporated with this podcast. So it's the same type of audience I will always be hitting and targeting. So I don't have to worry about differentiating Two, If I think video is the way to go, if anything, if you have a camera and you want to grow an audience, do you know who Casey Neistat is? He really like started the whole vlogging thing. Do that. Do, do that. And that's the best way. Just constant exposure. I don't care what the message is daily. If you want to give life advice, do a daily vlog called life advice Oh yeah. and film yourself. And that one, you'll grow an audience quicker Two, You can introduce music aspects of your life into that. And eventually you could disseminate more of that content and maybe make it a vlog and use that content to promote your Instagram and things like that. Do you follow Gary Vaynerchuk? No. After this podcast, after we're done recording this, I want you to look him up and just watch his daily vlogs for a month. Wait, is that Gary V? Gary, that's Gary V. Wants he's gonna be owner of the Jets someday. This whole time, I'm not gonna lie. This whole time, because I listened to one of your previous episodes, like I told you before we started, and I I mentioned Gary V in the last one with Eddie. Yeah, and I was like Gary, v, like Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. I was like Vaynerchuk, right? Vaynerchuk, not Vanderchuk. Vaynerchuk. Vaynerchuk. Okay. <laughs> That's Gary V. Yeah. And okay. he's just pioneering the new digital marketing and influencer wave. And oh, yeah. just, I want to work for him. And one reason why I'm doing this is to build a portfolio. Oh, yeah. Currently, I'm, I'm applying to several positions there, two internships and one working on a different team. And do I have the experience that he's looking for? No. no. I do not. <laughs> Let's be honest. Am no. I trying to lie and say I don't? No, not at all. I flat out gave him stuff, pictures that I've taken. I gave it to him, sent some old videos that I've made. Mm-hmm. He judged it and he asked me one question and I was like, like, I didn't really know how to respond to it. Literally took me an hour to write this email. Ooh, and yeah. it was no more than probably like 300 characters, eh, probably like 400 characters, but it took me like an hour to write it. I was just like, I want to make sure I'm giving, answering the question that he wanted, but trying to just be as disclosive as I can in the process. Yeah. And I'm hoping that, you know, he sees it. Hey. In the message he said, because I had people on my Instagram, I posted I posted another video. I said, please tag Babin at this. Oh, tag yeah, Babin. Yeah, I saw that. That's the dude. I saw that. And in the email, he goes, hey, like, I looked through all your work. You were hurt. Like, you were noticed. And I was like, oh, because he, like, probably saw everyone tag him and shit. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, it works, kind of. But I was like, yeah, sorry for being a pain in the ass. I mean, hey, you got noticed. That's, that's like, good. And that's, that's the first step. Honestly, like it's like nowadays, I feel like it's hard for people who are like in in this industry where it's like pocket, like anything creative, like any creative industry. It's hard to get noticed because you could be doing something one way. But then there are like 10, 20, 30, 50 other people that are doing the same thing as you only better. So it's hard for you to get noticed because you have to find what you do like what you do you have to find a way to make it stand out from everybody else so that way you could get noticed and i'm not saying like right oh you just to set like, yourself apart yeah exactly like i'm not saying like oh just talk like tall trash is one person start beef with that no honestly find ways like find stuff 
that portrays you as a person because i feel like that's what will get you noticed yourself yes like being yourself and putting things out like putting stuff out there that shows what kind of person you are like don't just basically fake like that saying fake it till you make it Mm -hmm. don't do that honestly i hate it when people say fake it till you make it because it's literally pointless like if you fake it then people aren't gonna see the real you I disagree in the sense that I say fake it till you make it in a, in the short term. Once you are able to stay consistent and not necessarily get traction, but just be comfortable doing something that's completely your own, but mimicking someone else's style. Yeah. It is when you start to bring your own personality into that mix and really mm-hmm. going from fake it till you make it to, okay, this is now mine. Because every okay, how everything goes with media, everybody copies everybody. Yeah, the same books have probably have been rewritten thousands of times. They make the same movie over and over again, just better quality, better actors, and just better production. So you can do the same thing with your YouTube podcast, music, whatever. Every song sounds the same. No, you ever hear the sandwich sandwich method with the radio? No. So you take a really popular song, you take a brand new song that sounds nothing like it, and you take another really popular song and you play them in that order. You do that constantly. <laughs> And sooner or later, those two popular songs and the middle song will kind of all, you'll be like, oh no, this, this makes sense. The flow of things, like kind of, I caught on to it. And now you are going to be a big fan of that new song. And it's just tricking your mind into making sure you like, because you hear something, you don't like it. Then you hear something again that you like. Right. So you like the beginning and the end, the middle's okay, but the middle will grow on you. Mm-hmm. And that's how that works. Same rules apply with this whole like, like content you said, like, creation. Like, like you said, but like everybody, like, Mimicking your style, like like you said, Casey Neistat started the whole vlogging thing. And everybody caught, but people copied vlogging, but they copied his exact style. Yeah. You can do vlogging in thousands of ways. His style is unique to him. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like that's what I meant to say earlier. Like Casey Neistat started the whole vlogging thing. Let me just fix this. I wear a sweatshirt every. Go. That sweatshirt I wear to the gym. It's Casey yeah. Neistat sweatshirt. Oh, it was okay. the first one he dropped. My brother got for me for on Christmas like two years ago, I think. I love the thing. It's my it's my favorite sweatshirt. You wear it every time. Because it's my gym sweatshirt. I know. Gotta wear it. It's not hey, it's a nice looking sweatshirt. I love it. And it looks clean and I work out in it, so it's pretty durable. Casey, give me promo. <laughs> Casey sent him some more merch. <laughs> like Casey Nice has started the whole vlogging thing. Pete like Peter McKinnon. That right there. Honestly, yeah. he got me into the whole like photography. He got you into cinematic shit. Yes. He got all my, like, literally, like, the way he makes his shots. It, him, all right. Well, granted, let's just put into perspective, he has the expensive equipment and glassware where, yeah, like, he can do that now. He's an older dude, so, like. But still, he's been doing this for, like, he's been oh, doing it for I a agree. while now. So, obviously, those skills didn't come to him, like, no. the moment he started. I could give him that camera, the Rebel one with the kit lens on it. He can get beautiful shots out of that regardless. Oh, definitely, yeah. He can get better shots than I can on an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. And but, he can. Yeah, because he had, like, he developed those skills over he's time. That's, like, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people think that, oh, I can hop into YouTube and I can gain millions and millions of subscribers just by posting shit. No. Like you can post shit. Yeah. So what's your, you mi- what's your mindset then? My, my mindset is to, okay. What do you mean by like my mindset? Your mindset with just content creation and putting things out there. Okay. One thing that I've always, always kept in mind when creating something, create something 
with a powerful message to get across to people. Throughout my life, I've had so many forms, like I've had so many forms of motivation. Like a lot has happened in yeah. my life personally. So life's hard. Yeah. But we go, we all go through it. Yeah. But yeah, it's like there's so many things that I've learned through so many different experiences. And that's why, like, I like to, like, that's why whenever, like, that's why for me personally, it's hard to create stuff because there might be something that I can portray in one video, but then when going to another video, it might be hard to portray the same thing without like basically repeating the whole thing, if you get what I'm saying. But why can't you just be transparent between those two videos? Like, are you saying they're completely different subjects or they're like, they're not related to one another? Yeah. Cause that's like, yeah. Well, then you just post like, another video. It doesn't have to be a, um, it doesn't have to portray the next one or yeah, has no. to be the continuing sequel. It can just, it's my next day. It's my next video. Yeah. Like that's, um, when it comes to photography, I take, when I take pictures, it's, I always try to portray like a certain emotion through that picture or create like certain, like when creating like cinematic stuff, like I always get shots of like showing like the detail of emotion in a certain shot. Like, I think that's great. Yeah. Like to give like people a point of view of how they're feeling. Like there's something that, like honestly, there's like so much that I want to do in terms of creating content and stuff like that. But personally, like for me, I find it difficult to create like record like record certain shots by myself because do you mean like, because it's hard to take the shot or you need other people in yeah, it to make that, it work? That's the thing. It's like it's hard for me to get other people to create this type of stuff because a lot of people that I know, only a few select people are in the same like creative process and stuff with like the same as me. Right. So it's hard to get other people. A majority of the time they're busy doing other stuff. So I can't, I, they don't have the same ability as I do. Well, yeah. Cause it, they're probably, they're either not used to it or just not comfortable yeah. with the, not necessarily the idea of creating something, but some people just don't like being on camera. Yeah, majority I've of the time that's really it. I've it's asked like, a lot of my friends to come on my podcast and they're all just like, I don't know how to talk. I, I'm nervous. Like, Oh, how, like, I don't know what to do. And I'm just <laughs> like, relax. It's just literally, it's a conversation that happens to be recorded. Yeah. Cause like, that's like, that's, that's all we're doing here. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, it's like, yeah, but I don't know. It's like, it's hard. Like I said, it's hard to get other people mostly because they're on, like, they're not comfortable enough with being in front of a camera or anything like that. And that comes with their own personal insecurities, yeah, I, which but, everybody has, yeah, which everybody are, does. I think is heightened specifically, specifically because of all these successful people. You see someone that, oh, I want to be the next Casey. I want to be the next Peter McKinnon. But yet I'm, I don't want to put myself out there because I know that it's not going to look as good as his shit. Exactly. His shit is clean. Mine's garbage. And I'm scared of being judged not only by myself, but by but others as well. Everybody else. Yeah. I think it's harder, but I think it's harder to get over people judging you versus you judging yourself. There's a lot of self-doubt and criticism that I go through all the time. I'm sure as a creative person, you experience that with whatever yep. medium you're working with. It's just something... The voice inside your head and you're not perfect, but you know, it's perfectionism is something I think everybody struggles with. It's kind of inevitable, but it's depending on what your, what's your threshold of acceptance and depending on who the person is, if they're willing to accept, Hey, I made this and it's not great, but I'm putting it out. They're going to be the one winning in the long term versus the person who's waited a month to put out something that will never be perfect. One, 
Unless this is like a you know a Steven Spielberg kind of film or yeah. movie or like something, <laughs> some major motion production. Michael Bay and all those other if, films. And stuff if like you're that. just doing YouTube, just put out the video. It's yeah, it's like, it's just you. Everyone knows it's just you. Yeah. So just you know, and that's the beauty of it. Just like with grades and any any kind of school system, you start low, and then people like to see improvement. Exactly. Like and that only like, comes with just consistency in the the thousand that ten thousand hour rule. All that applies. Is there any questions? Oh, um, before actually, one more thing. I have yeah. one more recommendation for you for YouTube. So okay. not only did I say Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. You know Casey though. Yeah. Do you know who Dan Mace is? Casey's bot buddy. No. Okay. Um, he's from South Africa. He is the most creative yet professional YouTuber I think I've ever seen in terms of just how he puts his stories together. He's very storytelling focused, and he's mm-hmm. wonderful at it. He does. He has like cin- cinematic shots, just like talking shots, and he loves to use stop motion oh, yeah. to create scenes that he doesn't have or can capture in camera, mm-hmm. and he's just brilliant. And so, just for motivation and sheer, just like guy on a whole other level, I want you to check him out. Um, now, seg- <laughs> there's food on my mic. Segment segwaying from that, uh, I want to bring this to a close soon. We're about to hit the hour mark. Oh, uh, okay. Um. What is any one question you would like to ask me? I know I've been asking you questions. You said you wrote a few. Please ask away and let me answer to the best of my uh, abilities. I, I bet I'm just like reading something. No, no, it's no. Good. Reading's good. I actually have two questions for you. Ooh. Uh, the first one. Yes. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have asked you this, but like, I'm pretty sure like you've answered this dozens of times. But maybe. Like, maybe. I want to get like, a like I'm not gonna say the answers that you gave them were legit, but I want to get like. A more like personal like yeah. answer. Like what do you really hope to accomplish with like this podcast? Like what do you really want to accomplish besides like working like using that as a portfolio to Correct. get Gary V and all that stuff? But what do you really want to do with this podcast? That's a, a lot of people they do like a lot of like like I said, people have reasons for doing certain things. Of course. So I just want to know besides that, like the besides the portfolio Gary, yes, besides aspect, the portfolio, what's Right. The real, like, what's another real reason why you're doing this? Uh, one, I simply enjoy it. Like I said, I started off YouTube when I was a lot younger, and I think it was just being on this, like, a platform where you can voice yourself or show yourself. I was, was very interested in it, and I devote a lot of time to it. Mm-hmm. And right now, I more so want to use this, like I said, like I already answered before, as a platform to grow myself and learn and experience and make connections with different people. But I also want to use it as a platform to get, you know, the common folk. I consider myself common folk and I consider everyone else on my podcast common folk because Mm -hmm. they're not people who are known either celebrity wise or influencer wise on Instagram or things like that. Well, my one, my one friend kind of was, but it's a platform for people. It's a platform just for simple conversation to stimulate interest. Like you said, getting your voice out there, but it's for for like you to come on here. It's like, it's, uh, it's good. It is for me that you're here. It's good enough for you that you're here too. Cause you get to have your voice and express your opinion. Yeah, and I'm also and, learning about like more about like podcasts and stuff. And I learn just from here, learning from other people. I want to. I'm I'm very invested in communication, and I oh, yeah. think it's very interesting how people communicate, whether it's mm-hmm. digitally or just face to face. This yeah. relationship started out as simple as, "Hey, like you work <laughs> at the gym, what's up?" And then we got talking, and, yeah, and it like, comes all the way now to here. Yes, yeah, that honestly, that was crazy. How, like, I see how simple we that is. You coming in the gym and me working there to this now. Yeah, like, that's all that's it crazy, takes. But Honestly, did I plan for that to happen? Nope. No, neither. I hate neither going, of us plan for when that I go to the gym. I hate talking to people. 
I do it because, well, I always tell everybody, this is, I always tell all my friends, I was like, I just hate people. Like, <laughs> if I don't know you, I was like, I, like, I hate you. Just like, oh, just like, not like, not really. Yeah. But I'm just like, that's eh, like what I, I'm so just like, I mean, it's like all like carefree as in the sense where I don't care what you think. Just yeah. like, I'm just going to be doing whatever I'm doing. If you want to be interested and you're involved, come talk to me. Like I have, obviously I have tattoos. You've seen them. People who stare versus like, I, I enjoy when someone goes, I got like tattoos. Like why? Someone who will question or challenge me. Yeah. That means hey, you're interested. So exactly doing something kind of right. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, and also just sheer enjoyment out of it. Um, I can be a talkative Nelly or talkative Nancy, mm. but <laughs> something I'm good at. And yeah, that's true. I just I got the best compliment I've ever received today. Really? My friend's Eddie's mother. She uh, met. She has an Instagram, and she's like, one. She's like, how do I how do I listen to it? I was like, oh, you just download Apple Podcasts and do that. And then I was like, she figured it out. She goes. Mm-hmm. I really, I listened to it. It was really interesting. She's like, you sound really good. Like you're better than Howard Stern. I was like, lady, whoa. whoa. She said, and then she said, you are, she said, you are gifted. And I was just like, oh my God. Thank you so much. I was like, that's so wrong. That but thank you so my, much. That's just made I know. fucking day. I was like, oh my God. I was like, that's the best thing. I, I almost screenshot and put it on my story, but I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't. Yeah. But right. I hope that answered that question. Yeah. And this one, honestly, I just came up with this question on the fly. If you had continued, like, this, I'm literally just reading this. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you had continued video editing, like, instead of, like, doing it for a while, I know you, like, you used to be a video editor. You used to do past, a little, like, dabbled then, with like, it. Yeah. Just whenever then, like, I wanted to. Like, yeah, but then, like, you, like, dropped, like, you didn't, like, really drop off. More like you didn't, you weren't really as passionate about it. I just dropped off. You can say yeah. I dropped off. Yeah. That's like, fair. If you had continued video editing, mm-hmm. like, and, like, you got, like, you got to the point, like, the way, you, like, the way you are with this podcast. Would you still be doing that or would you still like, would you either be doing video editing more, still be doing the podcast or obviously incorporating both? I mean, I know you, like you said, you talked about incorporating both in yeah, your yeah. podcast. And honestly, I might do the same. I th- it's an easier way just to, to answer the question. If I was initially doing video editing and just video itself, cause mm-hmm. I'd be the one shooting it and then editing it itself. Yeah. So if I was doing that, I continue doing that. And then eventually I would, if I got to the point where I think I would, cause I got introduced to them and I, I started to listen to podcasts. So that's why I made it now. But if I was video doing videography and editing, then I pick this up. I, I would just add it to it. Right. Like there's nothing, I wouldn't stop doing this to focus on this. It'd be just another byproduct yeah. that I, I just started to, you know, come out of the, come out of the shrubbery. Yeah. So really you'd still be like, Hundred percent. You still be taking the same path that you're doing yeah. now, just obviously in the opposite direction. Yeah. Not really like the opposite direction, but you know what I'm. And with about. I'm trying to work, I'm trying to work at Vayner Media with that. And if I was, if I'm fortunate enough to get a job there, I would love to. I don't care if it's an internship role. I'd want that just experience and exposure yeah. and learning. Honestly, that's another thing. Experience is the best teacher. Hundred percent. Like, it really is. Like yeah. you can sit in a class, you can take notes and take quizzes and tests and all that stuff. But is it really worth it compared to actually going out in life and doing things and taking those experiences and learning from them? Well, yes, because depending what you learn, you then apply those things and then you make you to make those experiences easier at first. Yeah. But if you go if you go into a sales pitch and you know everything about the product, you can tell you the weight, the the height, where it's made from, where all the parts are made from, which specific person crafted which part. Oh yeah. But you don't know how to sell it. All the information is useless. Once you know 
but then after you have experience of doing your fifth door, door knock or doing your, getting your 10th client, trying to make that sale. Right. Once you finally make that first sale, you're just going to click and you're going to be like, this is all I needed to do. I have all this information. Maybe I don't even use half of it. Yeah. And once you figure out your specific craft of like showmanship and selling before you sell the item, you got to sell yourself, I yeah. think. So if you can't present yourself and you can't sell yourself in a positive light, I'm not going to buy shit from you. Yes. Yeah, like, honestly, it all comes down to like how you like how you view yourself. And that all comes down to confidence. Definitely. If you're confident, you ever hear that? <laughs> it's a really bad analogy. But like when I, I went to TCNJ for school, we would like to take memorabilia from the campus, whether it's a sign or something that said TCNJ on it. Yeah. So, and hence we like to take, we steal things from the campus, not have them know. <laughs> uh, but the ways you would do it, or we would take things, is you take it and you act like you own it. Walk away with confidence. I'm not saying go steal things, but if you're like, if you have that confidence, so I, if I, if I walked into a store, picked something up, and like walked out and like no, like it was already mine to own. Yeah. Most people won't stop thinking twice. Like, oh, no, like he's just, you know, doing his thing. People do it all the time. We did the same thing on college campuses. We just owned it. And that was the best way to go about getting what you wanted. So if you own yourself first and then you you can carry yourself on your own shoulders, then you could do anything that you really would set your mind out to. So if you want to sell that product, sell yourself, then you sell the product. You've already won. Because people alone will buy it on personality. Yep. And with that, I think we are going to wrap up the show. All right. I always like at the end to let my guest plug whatever they want to plug or say whatever they want to say. So if you have something you want to let people know that they haven't already heard or they have anything, the, the floor is yours. Like you said, like, like we said earlier, if I'm really doing this right now, but if you haven't already tuned in to my own personal podcast, the name of my podcast is the Life Advice Podcast. I am also looking to have guests on the show. I'm still working out the kinks of that. We, I am on Google, I am on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those other platforms. Just like this man Brandon. There's here. no excuse. You can't listen. Yeah, like, no I, excuse. Honestly, if you don't, then it's just a fucking douche. Hey, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, like I said, looking to have guests on the show. One day, looking to have this man on the show. I would love to as well. Uh, currently trying to have somebody else on the show. I've actually been planning this out a lot. A lot of hype, people. A lot of hype. Yeah, a lot of Get excited. Honestly, a lot of work goes into this, guys. You, you really don't understand. If you see the way this man carries his podcast, you would be like, wow. I thought we were talking about you. I know, but I, I know. I got to I gotta, so, so thank I gotta you appreciate you, bro. Honestly. That's so, like, that's so, uh, that's so nice of you. Yeah. I got I to gotta be, bro. This is how I was raised. And with that, we are going to cut it to an end. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. I hope you learned a little bit about John as well as you learned a little bit about me. And as always, stay frosty, my friends. I don't know. (laughs) Stay frosty. Stay frosty.